right, hey guys, we are going to talk today about the new pull-up program that Gymnastics Club is going to be running and something that Jenny's been working on developing and talking about for quite a long time. And so I'm really excited for her to be able to bring that to you. So she's going to be my guest today and we're going to talk a little bit about the pull-up program itself and what people can expect and if you guys are interested, it's going to be one of those things that you could do in gymnastics club and get the hands-on coaching, or you guys could also grab it as a standalone program and do it kind of in and around and after class. All right. Hello, Jenny, and welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. Jenny, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit to uh, our outside audience, those people who maybe don't know you? Yeah, sure. Uh, you want like a CrossFit introduction? You want just a whole Jenny introduction? Yeah, just a whole Jenny. A whole Jenny. All right. So, um, well, I'm Jenny Borda. Um, I'm married to Keith, and I have a dog and a cat. Two dogs, one cat, Zoe and Wade. If you uh, follow me on Instagram at all, you'd see them a lot. And my cat is Calvin. He was a stray cat that we took in. Um, obviously, I'm a CrossFitter, and I do some Olympic weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is my sixth year of CrossFit. I have competed at regionals three times as an individual and then on Friendship's team in 2016. Uh, And then I've also competed at American Open and uh, USA Weightlifting Nationals. That's kind of my athlete history. I was a gymnast growing up, walked on Ohio State's team, had some injuries, so ended up uh, leaving the team after my first quarter and started coaching gymnastics. Coached around the Columbus area for about 12 years, and really when I stopped coaching is when I started uh, doing CrossFit. Awesome. And then after you were kind of coaching gymnastics, you started coaching into CrossFit. How long into your CrossFit journey did you start coaching some CrossFit stuff? Uh, Maybe a few years in. We started doing maybe a couple, maybe two years. We started doing some gymnastics seminars, some personal training for mostly CrossFit gymnastics things. Um, So probably then, and then for the past two years, I've been doing a little bit more coaching, some classes, a little more gymnastics. We have Gymnastics Club at Friendship, which is almost two years old now. Oh, I will say I forgot my introduction. This is kind of big. I'm also a physical therapist, so I have my doctorate in physical therapy. I got that from The Ohio State University. So I also work as a physical therapist. I'm in my 10th year working as a PT in a sports medicine department. So Yeah, so just a small part of That's your life <laughs> that you probably spent you know, going to school and maybe some money and stuff. Yeah, yeah, just a big chunk of my life. And you are the founder of the Gymnastics Club at Friendship. Tell us just a little bit about maybe the group and then kind of what you guys do and uh, your favorite things about it and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so Gymnastics Club started, uh, I, I actually dropped down to part-time at my physical therapy job and started doing a little bit more at Friendship. And we started Gymnastics Club at that time, so it was maybe two summers ago, and had a good core group of people that have really done it since the beginning. So they're in their second year. And it's su- such an awesome mixture of athletes who are competitive uh, CrossFitters, do some competitions, high-level skills, all the way down to people who literally are uncomfortable kicking up to a handstand or even doing one pull-up. Yep. So it's a really wide range of people. So it's really cool to see how we can have the same programming for such a broad spectrum and everyone has a modification that fits them and what their needs are. It's also a pretty tight-knit group. Um, Just really support each other, get excited for each other when they do things. And I think that's awesome to see, uh, speaking about the different levels, it's really cool to see people who, you know, can string together 10 muscle-ups, 
get just as excited for someone kicking up for their first handstand. So it's a really fun uh, social atmosphere also. Yeah, I was going to say quite the eruption uh, the other evening when Drew kicked up for a pretty uh, pretty long handstand hold. Yeah, I think it was like five uh, seconds freestanding. Yeah, so. and yeah, the, the crowd went nuts for him. So yeah, the, very, very cool. Um, awesome. All right, so uh, pull-up program. So we, we used to do gymnastics seminars together, and this has been something that you know, we kind of always found or people felt maybe a little bit lost. And there's some information out there. There's some videos. Um, there might even be a couple like low level programs that say like, hey, do five by five pull ups three times a week and blah, blah, blah. Right. But uh, nobody's ever really done the work to put together like, you know, mobility, fundamentals, a full progression. Um, so, you know, maybe tell a little bit about, you know, why you felt like you wanted to start a program um, and maybe kind of how far back this goes for you. And then, you know, your thoughts on kind of why you think a pull up program is important to um, the CrossFit market. Okay. So, uh, speaking back where you talked about seminars, which we really could do mm -hmm. some of those again, yeah. but it would have been awesome to leave people with, Hey, you have this option of now you learned all of these things from us. We practiced it for two hours. Here's this program that you can get. And then you could really continue to work on everything you learned today. I think that, you know, I've been thinking about that for a couple of years since we've been doing that. Cause people ask, but then it's that like, uh, do I put all this into it? And then one or two people want it. So it's nice to be able to work on it for a while, uh, come up with all the exercises I think I like a lot, things I, I see people doing well with or struggling with, because honestly, you need to give things that people have a hard time with to really help them improve. So, you know, trying to work on it on and off for a couple of years, really sat down a few weeks ago and laid out like a bare bones template with numbers and sets and reps, and then slowly adding in my own commentary for the focus on exercises. Along with that, having some, you know, with my physical therapy uh, background, trying to add in some shoulder stability, because I think that it's pretty commonly known that CrossFitters sometimes have some shoulder aches and pains. I actually am recovering from shoulder surgery right now myself. Um, so I think adding in just the places I see the majority of people with either stability problems or weakness in their shoulders and how we can continue to work on that. So that's built into the program. Along with we're going to try to do a video that shows kind of a good mobility warm up that everyone will get that is doing the program as well as one mobility focus a week. So I think that'll be good because it encompasses obviously a lot of pull up work. There is a lot of strict strength work. There's accessory work. There's core strengthening work and then practice with kipping. So people will have the benefit of being able to decide. I really everyone's going to work strict pull ups because everyone can get stronger with strict strength and then People will kind of have to decide, am I just working towards maybe my first kipping pull-up or stringing a whole bunch of kipping pull-ups together efficiently? And then there might be a small subset of people who are saying uh, it's appropriate for me to move to butterfly and they would be able to do this program also. Cool. So. So are you trying to say that not everybody should be jumping right into butterfly pull-ups? Uh, no, they should not at all. <laughs> so uh, really, you know, I think that from what you and I have done in our seminars, we've really tried to get people to understand that the purpose of a butterfly pull-up is really to move, not move faster, but it takes less time to get the same number done in a butterfly pull-up because you're skipping part of the movement. But uh, it really is only beneficial if you already have good pull-up endurance, good efficiency, good strength. Moving to butterfly too early can actually be a, have a really negative impact on your toes-to-bar, your bar muscle-ups, your ring muscle-ups. So having a good kipping foundation with kipping pull-ups is important. Also, I think the uh, benchmark we've used a lot is saying if you can get through Fran, so something like 21, 15, 9 pull-ups with kipping pull-ups, 
unbroken, then you're probably ready to move to butterfly because then how could you go faster? There's no real way. But if you're someone whose endurance limits you to always breaking pull-ups into sets of 10 or if a workout had 50 pull-ups, you have to go down to singles, you really don't have the grip strength, the shoulder strength, the endurance to make butterfly beneficial for you. So you're probably just setting yourself up for injury. Yeah, it's kind of taking that low-hanging fruit. And yeah, Fran is great. I think Jackie's a good example too. It's like, you know, if you are able to truly sprint those 50 thrusters unbroken and then go 30 pull-ups unbroken, they're all classic kipping, then we should certainly start to work on uh, your speed of pull-ups. I think that's a great, uh, great example there. Um, you know, I think one of the things that's really unique and one of the things that, you know, I've tried to provide with the squat program and I think we take a little bit more pride in generally is some of that, you know, accessory work and mobility work. I think that's what's really unique to this program. Um, how do you think that that stuff plays into, um, you know, form and recovery a little bit for the, the pull-up itself? I think extremely important. I think there's a lot of people who, uh, you know, the accessory work, especially core work, um, good scapular stability and strength, very important because a lot of times people don't work on those things and maybe they've worked and they've worked on a pull-up program and it doesn't get that much better, but that's just because they really never strengthened all the muscles that support their shoulder blade or they aren't really ever able to have a good strong hip because they don't have enough core strength to be able to do that. So I think they go hand in hand. If you're really only willing to work just the pull-up, you're missing out on a whole bunch of things that make a pull-up better. Um, and then was there another question in there? No, I think okay. that's good. Yeah, okay. and then maybe the mobility about like recovery stuff. Uh, so think? I think that that's another thing is a lot of times you pick up on something that's like, hey, I want to work on this program and you start hitting something over and over, but then you don't change your recovery for it. You don't focus on those muscle groups that maybe you're hammering harder than you have before. So suddenly you're sore, these feel bad, so then you can't do it the next day. And then that defeats the purpose of trying to do a program. Uh, you want to focus on, I want to keep my lats uh, moving well. I want to keep my biceps from blowing up, especially forearms. I know a lot of times people get a lot of elbow pain and discomfort. That's very related. I mean, how many people out there regularly lacrosse ball and stretch their forearms? Hardly any. So I think uh, just paying extra attention to either one, I need to work on all of these things, or maybe I'm someone that just has really tight forearms, so I need to address that every single day so that I can continue to work on this program. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, I got a sneak peek at it, and I also saw that you put some, you know, hand care tips and stuff in mm -hmm. there too, which I don't think people always think of as like an injury. Uh, but definitely if we're going to be doing a, a pull-up program, that's an injury because it stops you from being able to train at capacity, right? Yeah, I know. Uh, so hand care, that was something. So in high school doing gymnastics, I remember every single night there was a product. I don't know if they even still make it called Handy Balm. And I'd put it on my hands and I'd sleep with socks on my hands every single night because it doesn't really matter if your hands are torn up and you're doing gymnastics, you're going to do bars. Uh, and that was something very different for me when I was first starting. I know Jay Malone, who used to coach at Friendship. Um, he's out in Arizona now at Mint Strength. Um, shout out to Jay. We hey, will, Jay. Uh, hey, Jay. <laughs> he, um, I did some muscle-ups once, and my hand was like, I ripped, and it was bleeding a little, and I was going to finish the workout. And he's like, no, just be done. And I was like, what? Why would I be done? But uh, just one of those things that it can, it can limit. And when your hands really hurt, you don't want to practice more kipping. So the more preventative you can be with your hand care, the better that's going to be for a program. Awesome. So what type of people do you think are going to, you know, be right to sign up for the program? Or maybe what people do you expect to sign up for the program? Oh, I think, uh, well, I'll go with what I expect. I expect people to sign up for the program that are just like, oh, I 
one, I get my pull up. Like when we have classes, I always do bar rows or I always have to scale. But I think it would be really good for those people, obviously, but it could be good for anyone. I think that working towards being more efficient in your movement, especially a pulling movement like a pull up, is gonna make you better at a lot of things. So like I said, with some of the accessory work, core work, and that's one of the things I see a lot. I see some really good uh, fitness athletes out there who just can't control their rib position when they're doing kipping, even when they butterfly, that passes over into overhead squats. It passes into snatching. It makes you inefficient in a lot of movements. So I think that in general, obviously good for people who wanna get their first pull up. Uh, six weeks, you know, that is enough time to gain strength to be able to do movement. I'd like to see a handful of first pull ups or even people that say, you know, hey, I used to always have to use this giant band and now I can use the skinniest one, something like that. But then all the way down to people who, maybe you want to be able to do that unbroken fram, work on the endurance of it. A lot of times the endurance of it is simply because you aren't efficient with the movement or those accessory muscles aren't strong enough to support big sets. And then, like I said, people who are going into uh, wanting to learn to butterfly, that would be perfect for them. And then we'll go back to kind of that competitive athlete. I think sometimes people think, oh, I wouldn't need to do a pull-up program. But like I said, that pull-up and being efficient in that movement is kind of the foundation of a lot of other movements. So. If you find yourself struggling and falling behind in open workouts or competitions where you have gymnastics movements, this would be a great place to start because it's really gonna touch on a lot of foundations of how we wanna move with a lot of gymnastics movements that can even move into a little bit of weightlifting. Yeah, and so, um, you know, I know we're gonna skip forward here in a second and kind of talk about, you know, um, how this builds a foundation for what you guys are gonna be doing next. But, um, you know, I think one of the biggest things that the participants, people can take away from taking a, a beat away from maybe their normal, you know, strength and Metcon and going after things and they go off to the side and they start a specialty program. One of the big things that I hope that people gain from that stuff is knowledge, right? I want them to learn something. I want them to take away because they might not always be in Columbus. They might not always be in Dublin. It might not always be convenient for them to come back and get coached by you or me or any of the friendship coaches. And so, you know, if they end up in their garage in Boise, Idaho, like I want them to have learned the foundations and the fundamentals and have that written in a program. Um, so what types of things, you know, if somebody, let's say somebody doesn't PR, doesn't get their strip pull, what kind of things are you hoping that they learned so that in the future they can take something away from that? Yeah, I think that you're going to learn one, um, some good shoulder care tips, which I think is good for everyone, because that is something that I don't know that people put a lot of work into and to be active, uh, your shoulders take a lot of wear and tear. So I think, think some good shoulder care tips, definitely good tips about, uh, core stability, which should essentially help you with a lot of other movements in life, even just like normal daily activities, really having better core stability is important. Uh, and then I think that anytime I always tell people this in gymnastics, we'll do things like different movements sometimes that aren't we would never do in a crossfit competition and they'll be like why are we working this <laughs> and the answer is always whenever you get better at moving your body you're getting better at moving your body yep. so i think by learning how to control yourself in a different way you're improving immensely just in how you can control yourself in other ways also yeah i think that's such a great point i think it's so cool the the analogy that i always use is um, you know, hey, if I throw you a huge curveball, if I throw you some new movement that takes all this different balance and coordination, all these different muscles, and you can figure it out quickly, 
that's one of the biggest benefits that you can give yourself from like an athletic and a coordination and a balance standpoint. So the next time, you know, you slip on ice, you know, and you don't expect it, you might be more apt to catch yourself. You might be, um, you know, able to avoid that danger or, you know, stepping into a pothole or a puddle at the last second, you can make that choice. So I always think that's kind of a cool thing about just what you just said, the gymnastics being better at moving your body in space generally. Yeah, which is always cool to feel like, wow, I can do these things and I've never even tried it before. Yeah. Um, So I know you want this to uh, set a foundation for kind of a bigger picture in gymnastics, right? So, um, you know, you talked a little bit about building a foundation. You know, where do you see Gymnastics Club going in, you know, in the future for the rest of the year after this program and so on? Yeah, so uh, in Gymnastics Club, we haven't really ever focused on a skill. We always, for the past two years, have broken it up. We might... I'll take it in like maybe eight week increments and every Wednesday we might hit a muscle up or a muscle up complex working on something like that. But this is the first time that every time you come into gymnastics club, you're going to be working something toward a pull up. Uh, For people who sign up and actually come to the classes, you're actually still going to get a little bit of handstand work, a little bit of maybe dip work on the rings. We're not going to take away the things that for the past two years people have been working on because I know that's enjoyable for everyone. People who sign up remotely either who aren't in Columbus or who sign up from friendship who aren't able to make the times, you'll get the pull-up work, Mm. um, but just maybe not that other stuff. But the pull-up, where I see it going after this, is six weeks working hard on this pull-up stuff. Take a couple-week break, and then I'd like to pick up with a muscle-up cycle, moving toward just improving. Now, everyone that signs up for that, you're not going to walk away with your first muscle-up necessarily. But So that'll continue to strengthen our pulling. Uh, our efficiency with that core stability and it'll move into a little bit more pressing with dips and working on some stability on the rings and we'll work towards some bar muscle up stuff also so having a good foundation with your kipping with your core stability understanding what appropriate positions are that's going to be really important moving forward to try to work toward muscle up work Uh, and then from there i'd like to switch gears and hit some handstand stuff probably so with handstand stuff that would go into a little bit of walking, a little bit of handstand push-ups, but really just balancing. Like, how do I understand how to balance inverted? You know, one of my pet peeves, and this is gymnast- one of Gymnastics Club's favorite things, is if you come to Gymnastics Club and it's like your first time and we practice kicking up to a freestanding handstand, uh, and someone will kick up and they'll kind of move their hands to balance, like everyone that's done Gymnastics Club for a long time is like, <gasps> What? Waiting on Jenny to yell at you. Yeah, for me to yell or throw a shoe at someone or do something. Um, And that's really because I really encourage people, if you're going to work on doing – if I kick up to a handstand and I want to get better at balancing upside down, but every time I kick up, I move my hands, I'm never going to get better at not. So, uh, you know, that's kind of working toward that next. So I feel like continuing the pulling with muscle ups, going into some handstand work, and then we'll kind of see where it goes from there, what people like. We might redo – a pull up and muscle up to give people another chance. Uh, we might, you know, take a four week cycle and kind of go into just multiple things, kind of see how people feel about that. So I kind of want to see how the first couple really set cycles go for everyone, but I'm excited for it because I think that people could see some really good growth. Very cool. From working those things. Well, and I think you just hit on a point with the uh, handstands that um, I think carries over to the muscle ups, carries over to the pull up stuff. This is the thing that that kills me as a coach is I see people, they know the right drills to do. Right. And so they understand, you know, I need to be doing ring transitions with muscle ups. Maybe need to be doing ring dips. I maybe even need to be doing some strict ring pull-ups or some strict ring kips, but then you watch how they do them and they're doing them incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this is why for a long time we talked about, we need a, a like, 
practice of three to four times a week of hours, not a seminar, right? Mm -hmm. Because the seminar, we were giving people the drills and we could correct them on the spot a little bit and tell them what they should be doing. But the problem is, is without a coach actually telling you like, hey, you're doing that drill wrong. All you're doing, just like you just said, is you're building bad habits. You're actually making yourself worse a lot of times at muscle ups because you're doing the transition drills wrong. And so what then happens is you feel like you're spending all this time like, oh, man, I've been spending all this time working ring muscle ups and I'm just not getting any better. Right. And we kind of hear that all the time. And then I watch you do the drills and it's like, well, you're not doing the drills correctly. Like and you have no intention with them. And so you need to maybe switch how you do that. So. I think personally, um, you know, and I'm taking over your interview, but I think personally, I think the, I think it's the most important thing is to have some eyes on, even if that's sending you videos Videos, or, um, anything like that. But every now and again, you have to double check on what you're doing. And that's why the people who come to the gymnastics club get so much better, so much faster is because you're literally sitting there sometimes literally throwing shoes at people, uh, but mostly poking people and telling them like, you're, you're not, this is incorrect. You're not doing that right. You need to think more about this. You need to focus more on that. Stop doing this. Yeah. I think something we struggle with and I, we've seen it in seminars and I've seen it with some people, which if you're listening and you think that I'm talking about you, you're probably right. Uh, but it's not just one person. Uh, so we had, we had a, a boy at a seminar once. He was younger. And I just remember he like couldn't understand why we wanted his ribs in and his legs straight. And he was like, but then I can't do as many. And then it's harder. And he like wanted to argue. So it was kind of like, well. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, okay. Oh, shit. Just don't change it. I don't care. <laughs> like you came here because you wanted to get better at stuff. If you think it makes it harder, which is true. A lot of times when you've been doing a movement for a long time and you try to do it in a different way, it's going to feel a lot harder. Um, you know, if, if you want to keep doing it the way you've always done it, because it feels easier then you can keep doing it that way, but you can't expect to really get better. Mm. Uh, and it's like that with really any movement, not just a pull up, but your squat form, um, single leg balance, doing activities that any weightlifting, you know, it's, it's, I'm asking you to make this change. Well, that feels worse. Um, okay. That actually happened to me not too long ago, working on some snatch thrills, something I'm not super comfortable. And I'm like, nope, it just feels bad. So then it's like discouraging because I don't feel like I'm doing this better, but then it's like, okay, well, I've hit the same snatch number for two years, yep. so something has to change, yeah. so it might have to feel worse for a little bit to yep. make it better in the long run. Yeah, that two steps back to take three steps forward, yep. um, and I think that's, you know, a, a plight of athletes sometimes is, um, you know, they want the, you know, it's just like anything, it's a, it's a quick gratification society, and so they want to feel like it makes a tangible benefit right away. Yep. Um, but you know, if you, if you start to watch, um, you know, I think, uh, Mitchell's a great person who's had phenomenal, um, you know, improvement. And I think a lot of guys were, you know, surprised when they saw his muscle ups or his handstand pushups this year in the open yeah. and they were extremely efficient and he did very well in those mm-hmm. workouts because of it. Um, now if he could just get his deadlifts higher, right, that would be, <laughs> you gotta work on one hard. thing at a time, one yep. thing at a time. One thing at a time. Yep. Um, okay. Awesome. So, uh, last thing is how do you, um, you know, how do you really see this fitting into somebody's week, right? Um, you know, you're going to have a couple people, uh, that are going to, you know, not be able to come at five 30 at night on Monday and Wednesday. Maybe they can make Saturdays. Um, you know, how do you see that working for most people? Yeah, or maybe think, not most people, maybe a couple different types of people. Yeah. So I think obviously you have your people that can come all the time and they come to every gymnastics class. And if you're someone who's come for a while, you understand how it is to balance with g- gymnastics class with regular class. And that's something that, for the most part, you can usually do both. For some people, it's better to do regular class first. 
And we don't do a lot of Metcon work necessarily in gymnastics. It's more form focused, but some people like to do gymnastics first so they're not fatigued. And then you could do class after. I would say that with- I always say with that, I always say, put your first thing first. Yep. What's your focus? What's your focus? Yep. Yep. You want- if, if you, you don't... want to pull up mm-hmm. more than you want to, you know, run a mile yep. faster or lift more weight than Yeah, so I would say first. for some of those people that maybe uh, the athlete who, we have a few people who just need to get better under fatigue, when they're tired, that's when they fall apart, things like that. I think gymnastics after is fine because yep. you are kind of working it that way. But for the people who it's like, I need to get my first pull up, like a strict pull up strength is really hard for me. It's probably better to do that first. I think that very rarely will you need to modify things in regular class. I want you to still be able to do your toes to bar and do your gymnastic skills. If it's a day that we've already done a lot of kipping pull-ups and your hands are torn up, you can always use a core strengthening modification or maybe just you know a banded lat pull-down or a banded PVC to chest. You can always sub that in a workout if your hands are killing you or you don't think you should do extra pull-ups. But the goal isn't to have to change too many classes. It's not like four classes a week, uh, really at any gym, whether it's for, hopefully not any gym, you're doing pull-ups that many times in class. So you shouldn't have to change much. And then we do, we have people right now, so I know I have Amber who comes from another gym and she comes to gymnastics and she's really only able to make it usually once a week, but she gets the programming and she does it. And if she has a question, she sends me a video sometimes, she asks questions about it and she's made incredible strides. Even by only, yeah, by having eyes on. She's done some personal training with me, but really not a ton. And so to see her transformation has been phenomenal, um, even only coming once because she gets the eyes on her. She does do a little bit of video stuff, but she truly understands I have to do this perfect to make it better. And it doesn't mean there's never that moment of like, oh, but I want to be able to do this right now. Like that happens sometimes because that's just natural. But when you look over, you know, a six or a 10 month or a year progress, it's amazing to see how far she's come just because she really bought into the program and did it. So I think that it's completely possible to say, I'm going to sign up for the whole program. I want to be able to come once a week. I know the other days during the week, maybe I can't make it at 530, but I think it's still beneficial to do. And then there's that last person that's either out of town. So you don't have to go to friendship to buy the program. Um, Or someone that's like, none of these times work for me. Uh, You know, I would really encourage you to spend a lot of time watching the video links that are going to be included. And then when you do a movement, especially the first couple times, videoing yourself to say, do I look like it said I should look? And if you're having trouble getting there, then reaching out and saying, hey, what do you think of this? But I think to not be able to see yourself do it at all, a lot of times with gymnastics movements is really hard. So I I really encourage, especially if you're not ever going to have my eyes on you, to take some videos and start to learn. You learn a lot about movement and about yourself by watching yourself move. Uh, Yeah, and I mean, to go back to Amber too, I think it's so cool if you really watch – you know, what she was proud of the open this year. It's like, if you go back and you watch her videos, most of the stuff that she was posting was like her doing muscle ups, her doing handstand walks. Like she's proud of the gymnastics gains that she's made. And, um, and I think that that's so cool because she's worked so hard uh, to make the improvements there. Um, awesome. And so if people want to reach out to you, um, contact stuff. Oh, contact stuff. So, I'm usually pretty good at getting back to you if you send me a direct message on the Instagram. JimGen99. So JimGen99, that's Jim like gymnastics, Jen like Jenny, 99, like the year I was born is what I like to tell people. Uh, And so you can use that. Uh, You can email me. It's just Jenny at friendshipcrossfit.com. So either one of those works totally fine. Uh, I always tell people I'm really good at checking things sometimes when I'm doing something and then not remembering. So if you sent me something and I don't respond, it won't be annoying to be like, hey, I sent you this. 
And just remind me, I'd actually appreciate that. I'd yeah. ra- I know people don't like to do that because they feel like that's annoying, but it's actually not annoying. It's more annoying when I realize I didn't get back to you. So um, just annoy me. I'll tell you if you're annoying me. I'm very. I'm a very honest person. It's your one, it's your one blonde thing, yeah. That is my one blonde yeah. thing. I read it while I'm doing something, and then I don't remember. So reach out multiple times if you have a question. And then I think uh, the sign-up information is going to be on Friendship's website. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll post all this. Uh, sign-up stuff will be on our website, and then uh, all the program stuff. Uh, we'll post all that stuff all around uh, you know, Facebook and all that. So... If you guys have friends and, um, you know, they maybe go to other gyms or other facilities and you think this is something that would interest them and they really want to make the improvement, you guys can certainly tag them in any of the social media uh, or you guys can, um, you know, shoot their information to us and kind of we can get in contact there. Um, Awesome. I think that that's it, Jen. Anything else you want to say to uh, my amazing and growing podcast audience? I don't think so. I think you guys should let Jeff know if you really liked having me on and then I should come on and just talk about a lot more things. Awesome. (laughs) I love it. Very cool. Uh, Awesome. So that's our first interview down and thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Have a great day.